This is the final word. Good evening, I'm Albie Oxenrider, and welcome to the show that never stops. The show that just keeps moving along, often imitated, never duplicated, and dangerously edgy. It's the final word. We're inviting you into the conversation. We're live tonight, as we are every Sunday night here on Channel 11. And let's get started by introducing tonight's three panelists. From 105.9 The X, he's the afternoon host, Mark Madden. Hi, Mark. Albie, I have in my hand the trophy they give you when you start 11-0. It doesn't look like much, and it doesn't mean anything. From 93.7, the fan, he's been with us all day and all night. It's Doran Dickerson. Hi, Doran. Nah, it's just not good enough. They got to figure things out. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers moving forward, it's just not good enough, and and it's been sloppy play. And from our partner, DKPittsburghSports.com, welcome back, Chris Carter. Albie, the problem is with the Steelers is that you guys took me off the show last week, and now they've lost two games in a row. Come on. Well, all right. Well, you're back on now, so (laughs) big things ahead. Some of the topics we're talking about tonight, we're looking for five words. Define this Steelers team. We didn't say it would be easy. With three games left, where do the Steelers finish in the AFC North and the AFC? How would you balance the playing time for the Steelers receivers moving forward? And with Cleveland's baseball team dropping its name, it's our chance to rename the team and have some fun. But first... The night's big topic. Where's the biggest disconnect right now for your Pittsburgh Steelers? Mark, you're first. Uh, it's not a disconnect unless that's a nice way of saying that they stink now. Because the Pittsburgh Steelers stink now. They never were as good as their record, and they stink now. <laughs> the quarterback has a dead arm. They have zero running game, and the defense has lost too many players to be as good as it was before. Without Bush and Bud, that's an above-average defense, and that's good enough if your offense doesn't stink now. And it all adds up to the Steelers' stink now. They'll win another game or two, probably two more games the rest of the year. I really think they'll be one and done in the playoffs because they stink now. (laughs) Doran? Well, I, you know, if there is a disconnect, it's everywhere uh, on offense, on defense, on special teams. They have to figure it out as a unit, as a team. Uh, with, we'll start with Mike Tomlin going all the way down to, to Danny Smith. you got to figure out on offense, Ben Roethlisberger, your receivers. As a receiving core, you have to figure out a way to catch the ball. And I, I was telling somebody off air saying I've had – drop issues before I've seen other people have dropped issues before but I've never seen a whole unit have a drop issue on a team so you have to figure it out whether it's your unit whether it's your offensive staff defensive staff or anybody you have to figure it out together they got they got to do that moving forward Chris Carter he certainly did say that off air to somebody because that somebody was me and uh, I agree with him that the, the drops are a problem but like he said there are problems all across this offense. The offensive line has not been able to generate anything on a, on a, on the run, in a run blocking. I did see a little improvement early in that, and then it seemed to go away. I think the problem is still this. Teams have figured it out. Ben likes to throw the underneath crossing patterns, the things where you, Juju runs five, a five-yard slant to the inside and stops and turns around. you got to target further downfield. And I'm not saying 20, 30, 40 yards downfield. I'm saying a 10-yard out, a comeback pattern to get you 8, 12 yards. Those more down the sideline isolate these teams' cornerbacks outside and let Ben throw there so he's not forcing his arm to throw it downfield like he did when he missed James Washington for an open touchdown and it was a, ended up being interception. They've got to have a better approach there, and that will allow this 
this team to open up more, but we're seeing that now a young receiving group starting to find inconsistency problems when you keep throwing underneath and everyone sees it coming. All right, a reminder, keep those comments coming. You can find us on Twitter, of course, at WPXI Final Word and on Facebook at The Final Word. Now it's time for five words, our favorite part of the show. Give us five words and define this Steelers team. From Twitter, tired and peaked too early. Mark on Twitter says things went south really fast. And finally, Gary from Twitter says one and done come playoffs. Now Mark, Doran, and Chris, five words. And of course, Mark, you're first. I bet Pittsburgh never thought they would hear me say these words. Ben is a big problem. I'm a Ben guy, and the city and team owe him a great debt of gratitude for all he's accomplished, but he can't throw the deep ball. Even his intermediate passes have no zip, and the offense has bent over backwards to accommodate him, where it's just a dink and dunk pop gun offense that never throws the ball more than two yards at a time all the Matt Canada stuff's gone all the jet sweep all the play action all the everything it's terrible and it's mostly Ben's fault Doran oh I said this to open the show it's just not good enough and whenever you're a team that has won a lot of games this year um, has hung your hat on certain plays and certain players to make plays uh, that has all diminished and you have to really just uh, honestly dig deep and figure out what the issues are where's the holes who are the guys that we can count on and who can we not count on and we've seen that game in and game out for the last two weeks you can count on certain guys on the offense and on the defense and you can't count on certain guys on the offense and the defense. It's just not good enough with the Pittsburgh Steelers right now. Chris, five words. This group needs a break. Uh, I mean, and maybe they get it finally with a full regular week of Sunday to Sunday football as they get ready to play the Bengals who lost badly to the, to the Cowboys uh, earlier today. But they, the fact is, is that you know, Mark mentioned earlier, they're down Bud Dupree. They were down to their fourth and fifth string inside linebackers, and Joe Hayden was missing, and the offensive line at one point had no more backups to use because they were that beat up. This group, and I think even the guys that are playing, they're worn down. This group needs a chance to recharge. Maybe a full week helps with that, and maybe if they can beat the, beat the Bengals next week, it'll help them get back into a groove. But it's a, it's a lot to ask with no bye week. All right, when we come back, with three games left, where do the Steelers finish in the AFC North and in the AFC? On Twitter, 11-5. Browns win North. We're back after this. This is the final word. Welcome back to the thought-provoking final word. I'm joined by Doran Dickerson, Chris Carter, and Mark Madden. Our next topic, with three games left, where do the Steelers finish in the AFC North? Where do they finish in the AFC? They're first in the North and second in the AFC right now. Chris, your thoughts? I think they still finished second in the AFC. Uh, you know, I feel like the other guys, they're, they're probably going to go two and one over this next stretch. I have a hard time seeing them lose to the Bengals, though if they if offense plays like this, anything can happen. Uh, but I could see them still beating either the Colts or the Browns in, the last, in their last three games and beating the Bengals. The Bills are the team that are chasing them right now uh, for, the, for the two seed. I still see the Bills maybe losing one of their games as well. They have to play on the road against the Patriots and a tough Dolphins team. I, I think that that's where this team's going to finish. You know, still 13-3 and three and still the two seed. But the Chiefs, even if they drop the one to the Saints now, it won't matter because they have beaten the Bills, and that's the common opponent the Steelers needed to keep out of the loss register. 
All right, thanks, Chris. Eric Smith on Facebook says second in the division behind Cleveland. Doran, your thoughts? Well, I, I think they finished first in the division. They go two and one in this last stretch. Uh, as we said earlier, I, I see them obviously taking care of business next week against the Bengals who don't have Joe Burrow. Uh, but Phillip Rivers coming in here, I do think he has a little bit left in the tank, knows how to win games, does get that win over the Steelers. And then they go to the Browns uh, the last week of the season, take care of business against Baker Mayfield, a team who's been riding high and, 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 and is hot right now. But they're still the Browns. They take care of the Browns. They end up two and one, second in the AFC first in the division all right mark i think they probably win two of the last three maybe even all three and finish second in the conference or third in the conference and really what's the difference i think they do win the division but let me offer a disclaimer in each of the last two decembers the steelers have collapsed it's been their cruelest month i'm not counting out that happening again because let's be honest they were terrible tonight against Buffalo, and they ain't played great in about a month. All right, moving on to playing time for the Steelers receivers. How would you balance playing time for the receivers moving forward? Uh, this is an interesting question. Doran, you take it first. Well, it's the person who you can trust the most if you're Ben Roethlisberger and your offensive coordinator. Whoever you can put out there and can catch the ball and make plays for you, be in the right spot and make the timing plays that you need to. If you're out there dropping two-yard passes, three-yard passes, you have to be off the field. I, I'm, I'm sorry. We have to have guys that are on our team that can make plays when is needed and catch and secure the ball. It's what you're getting paid to do. You're getting paid as a receiver, as a tight end, to catch the ball secure and get yak yards after that. So whoever I can count on to do that, that's who will be on the field. Other than that, we don't need anybody on the field that isn't going to make plays for us. All right. On Facebook, Jack Lewis, the man with two first names, says catch the ball equals more playing time. It's not rocket science. Chris, your thoughts? Yeah, but the issue with that is when multiple people are dropping the ball, then who do you put in? Because then you're running out of people to put out there. I'm still baffled. Why is Chase Claypool not in the game more? This guy was on fire. All we heard was that this guy could run every route in the book and that he was playing well and you could plug him in anywhere you wanted. And now all of a sudden you're not plugging him in anywhere. And it's really bizarre. And I, again, you don't need to always throw the deep ball at him. Have, a run, have him run some deep crossing patterns. Have him run a post. Have him run an out. This guy was showing really good composure earlier in the season, and I think he's still got it. He just hasn't been getting the looks, and that, all those looks are going to Deontay Johnson on the screen passes that he's dropping or Eric Ebron over the middle. What, what are we doing here? And then Jalen Samuels going to the flat, who actually I thought Jalen Samuels did very well with what he was asked to do today. But I just I don't get why Claypool has been pulled so much out of this offense when he had 10 touchdowns and 10 games and that's when everyone was saying this offense is great it seems like that would be part of the answer Albie all right thank you Chris Mark uh, your your idea for playing time for the receivers I would rank the receivers in descending order as mature focused professionals and then I would want a wishbone because there would not be enough receivers to fill out the lineup and I agree with Chris Chase Claypool's their number one receiver he should be used like their number one receiver he's not dropping He's not immature. He's, he's more mature than most of them, and he's a rookie. But the important thing is that you dance on the logo. I would decide who plays most by who dances best on the logo before the game. All right, and we want to have some fun and take out our frustrations on Cleveland. Cleveland's baseball team is reportedly dropping the Indians' name. We want to know what should be the new name of the baseball team 
two hours to the west, northwest, whatever it is. Uh, Mark, you're first. Well, uh, on, on the great TV show Brockmire, starring Hank Azaria, they said call great it the show. colonizers. Uh, <laughs> which, and if I use the punchline from that show, uh, I would get in some trouble here. Uh, honestly, I didn't see the need to change the name. I saw the need to not use the Chief Wahoo logo, which they got rid of a couple years ago. I saw the need to change the name of the Washington football team because that was a racial slur. If you want to change this name, okay, I'm down with it. That doesn't bother me either, either, but I think it's bending over backwards. I don't think changing the name was necessary. All right. Andre on Twitter says, the Cleveland Rockers. Of course, Cleveland is the home of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Doran, what should Cleveland's new name be for baseball? You know, I swear I was thinking the Cleveland Rocks. Uh, was getting the, uh, a good name for them because of the Drew Carey show or the, the Cleveland Drew Carey's. I only remember that jingle from when I was little. I have no interest in Cleveland. Uh, you know, I don't have no interest in their football team, basketball team, or baseball team. I think they're a mediocre uh, uh, talents as they go across the board. So to me, Cleveland Drew Carey's is fine. Uh, Chris, I, I think they should be called the Cleveland Ravens. What do you think? What are you doing, guys? You say Drew Carey? Who's the person that lifted that economy out of nothingness? It was LeBron James. They should be the Cleveland LeBrons for all I care. Make his face the new logo and have, have someone dance around as LeBron James. When, they, when he came to, the, to that city, there was nothing there. He came there. He raised the Cavaliers out of nothingness, left, which gave them time to get the draft picks like Kyrie Irving so he could win some titles somewhere else, came back, got the city their basketball title, went, helped them go ballistic, got, brought them their best joy and then when they couldn't do anything else for him he, he, he left again LeBron James is the is the best is the best athlete they've seen in these modern times they need to they need to celebrate that I'm of course kidding this is their they'd never do this but it would make sense because he at one point was the city of Cleveland all right we have a tweet that suggested the lake mistakes all right thank you for uh, everybody chiming in when we come back around the horn on any topic the final word is next It's time now for the final word. Everybody gets a chance, and Mark Madden, start us off. The easiest thing to say is that the biggest problem with the Steelers is the offense, and I, I guess there's no way to say it's not, but a problem that's just as big is that the defense can't carry the offense like it used to anymore. When you lose Bush and Bud, and you have Hayden and Vince out this week, and uh, hopefully they'll be back, but Dupree and Devin Bush aren't coming back. That defense won't be the same group. It won't be dominant. It won't be outstanding. It won't get as many takeaways and splash plays. You just can't fix the defense, and the defense always was the best part of the Steelers. All right, final word, Doran. Figure it out. Can you imagine if the Steelers go one and two in these last three, 12 and four heading into the playoffs, and then losing the first round of the playoffs? That would just throw everything down the drain. Everything that you did this season, 11 and 0, uh, you know, breaking records and, and, and showing that you are a great football team, everything would go down the drain. So you have to figure it out, and you have to figure it out this week. Chris, final word. 
It has to be Ben Roethlisberger, but not just on the field. I'm not talking about with his elbow and having to throw the ball all, like, you know, 40, 40 yards down the field. I'm talking about this week. This is going to be the first Sunday to Sunday week they've had since the, the week before Thanksgiving. And this is going to be the first time they can sit down and say, okay, normal schedule. Let's sit down on Monday, look at the film. Let's adjust how we're attacking here. And he has to be part of that because he's got to sign off on this. This is his offense, his offensive coordinator. I think he can do that. And they don't need to produce amazing results right away. But the last two times they had normal weeks, they won by 24 and 25 points. If they start to figure it out this week and start rolling that moving forward, that by January, they can get it together. But they have to figure that out in this time. This, this week against the Bengals is a time to experiment and figure what hasn't been working on offense and get it going so that Ben Roethlisberger gets back into his groove. All right. Thanks, everybody. Our final word now from social media. Michael on Facebook says, one and done in the playoffs. Predictable and no signs of changing things up for the offense. That's the definition of insanity right there. We've had a few people tonight with comments that they will be one and done in the playoffs and a few other comments that have said they will uh, lose the division to the Cleveland Browns. I remember when the Steelers were 11 and 0. Do you remember? It's a faint memory, but I remember when they were 11 and 0. I got the trophy right here. <laughs> That's right. Mark <laughs> has the trophy to prove it. Everybody was worried about will the Steelers uh, finish this, the regular season undefeated? And I thought to myself, the worst possible thing that could happen is the Steelers, although it seemed unthinkable, that they could lose four out of their final five and finish 12-4. and four. In any other season, 12-4 and four would be tremendous. 12-4 and four this season will be hugely disappointing, and I'm not ruling it out. They have two very tough games in Indy and Cleveland, and you better not look past the Cincinnati Bengals either because no game can be looked past at this point. I'm Albie Oxenrider for Mark and Doran and Chris Carter. Thanks for joining us on The Final Word. We'll see you next week.